my lad, to Leeds. Happy Hump Day! And not only is it Hump Day, big, big time, you're about to be exposed to a, a monumental moment in the Lad to Leeds studio. Due to poor quality, we've been running off the crappiest Wi-Fi signal in our house for ages. But I introduce to you, for Lad to Leeds, Router Booster. Yes, I've spent a stupid amount of money, went on Amazon, looked at the reviews. The killer line for it was, it looked like one of Egon's EPG meters out of Ghostbusters. But we've plugged it in. Lad... As we start this podcast, shall we christen a great Wi-Fi moment yeah. in in the show's history? Let's turn on the Wi-Fi booster. Yeah. In let's count down. Ready from three. In three, three two, two, one. one. The power, the power. I mean, can you can the listeners hear it? Yeah, let's just say now. There we go. There we go. Right, there we go. We're on new Wi-Fi. As anyone who's working from home knows, you soon find out you need better Wi-Fi in your house. Walls are more powerful than blockers than ever, you know, in lockdown. Anyway, speaking of lockdown, not much going on in the last 24 hours, as, as we mentioned Oops. in yesterday's podcast, you know, the blackout, and it looks like a lot of you and a lot of other people, they got behind that, which is absolutely beautiful. That's a message we've got to get across. Let's not stay quiet on that, guys. You know what I'm talking about. Footballers should feel free to protest over the death of George Floyd, says kick it out, chairman. Mm, yeah, absolutely. I'd be all right if some of these players did that. Yeah. You know, a bit of a neeg type thing, I think, is what we're talking about. What's been going on in America for a while. Let's bring it back to did anything happen in the world of Leeds United and the EFL. Leeds United had received permission from the EFL to resume contact training. Hallelujah. I mean, we weren't expecting Good. anything any different, but yeah. that has, has come to power. Um, Andrew Hughes, ex-Leeds, who we've seen chat and a very sharp guy, um, has left his coaching role at Sheffield United. Um well, you know, maybe, uh, would he go to Leeds? I'd have him at Leeds. He's a great Leeds representative yeah. in my eyes. What else has been going on, lads, that you picked up in, well, the, you know, in the last... Obviously, Ben White got that two-month extension on his loan deal. I mean, imagine... Which is I'm, not really a surprise. Imagine but... if he didn't. Yeah. We... You know, imagine if Brighton... I mean, not being funny, ever since the lockdown... Brighton have done my head in a little bit. It's like, no, oh, I mean, we're not selling him. They've come we're out. Not, we're never going to sell him. Even if we go down, we're not going to sell him. Do you know what, though? The, the, it's almost the reality of the situation is Brighton, yes, you will end up selling him. Yeah. Because if Liverpool come along, they'll pay whatever. You know, They'll be able to outbid Leeds because of the position of the clubs at this moment in time. Mm-hmm. Uh, not just from a financial reason, but obviously the league, the league champions want Ben White. He's, he's probably... Who can blame him for yeah. the position, you know? Don't get me wrong. If it was you, lad, I'd go, what the hell are you doing? You're not signing for Liverpool. You're staying at Leeds. I know you'll be on less money and you won't be playing in Champions League, but sack it. Yeah, no. But Ben White hasn't kind of got that got that kind of connection, has he? So, yeah. you know, who can blame him? Probably likes it here. My point is Brighton will sell him. Probably. 
you know, they, they will do it. So thank you, Brighton, for giving us the extra two months under these circumstances. Is it, is it even if it was even going to be an issue? Of course, yeah. course, everyone should. Everyone should be staying yeah. for the next nine games in whatever league you win. Oh, yeah. No one should be... Anyone who says you've got to come back is out of order. No, you never know. That Brighton is a proper house club. very highly of them. Yeah, I'll, I'll tell you a couple of things I've spotted. Uh, did you see that uh, Stoke and Charlton really making a noise about yeah. having to restart on the 20th? Cry babies. There's a, there's, a, there's a lot now. Stop hitting that microphone. You've been doing it all week. What's going on with you? I'm just going here? to move it. The, um, yeah, a lot of clubs kind of have uh, got stuck into it now. There's a lot of kickback going back to a restart. I don't it's, see why. Like, Well, it, I'm assuming it's health. It's got to be health. It can't be anything else, like, surely. In it. Well, it's got to be. Because like, you see QPR like having a like hissy fit about it. I'm sorry, but if anything, you're not you're not going to get relegated. And like, okay, I don't know where they are in the league, but maybe I think playoffs safety, might still be on. Safety. You know, that, that's what is up front. And in all fairness, we said this yesterday, EFL have, have got this safety caveat. Apart, I saw I saw this thing as well. It's apparently, Hall have demanded like if they do go down seven like seven mil from the EFL as like a parachute. I mean, yeah, oh, there thing. you go. So no, but there straight away is your, it, you know, that's for card showing. Yeah. If that if that is true, and we don't know all these are rumors. Loads of rumors flying about. Loads, but you know, I, I mentioned Charlton there though, and was it Charlton who had some players say no, we're not going to play? Yeah, probably. So. I mean, it's tough, man. I mean, we're, we've been very lucky with well, no, I saw this one as, like, stupid. It was, like, their striker, Lyle Taylor, said, I, I don't want to play in case I get re-injured and miss out on a move in the summer to some good I mean, club. Wow. There you go. Yeah. I mean, there you go. There was actually, um, I, I can't remember the name of the show, and it was a comedy show, and uh, I, and this is my only opinion on it. I watched it. It's, it's on BBC iPlayer, and it's a comedy sitcom about football yeah. and a, an American lad who is accidentally signed for a premiership club. Yeah. And it's a false premiership club, but like Klopp was in it and stuff. What's it, I think it's called First Team. I might be wrong, but there's scenarios like that in it. There's like, like literally, it's like taking a mick out of players. Yeah, I, I'm injured. Like it, it does this comparison of like players back in the day were you know they'd break the neck and they were still playing yeah in 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 this like they go oh i've got i've got a wart on my foot so i'm injured for three weeks <laughs> it's going on that i'll tell you something else that popped up as well which i i mean i haven't really looked deeply into this but i saw a lot of people pump this out on not yesterday but uh it was on monday night and it appeared there's this statement and it was just like this almost like a note off off the iphone Tra- in 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 a different language translated and a lot of people shared this and this is what this is what it said on the 11th of january tanetti arrives in doha where he's welcomed by khalid el khalifa yusuf al bayaldi bien's vice president and akka al baka qatar airways director during this reunion qatar offers to buy 90% part of at Leeds United for two hundred million dollars, with the possibility to reach seventy-five percent once Leeds are in the Premier League. Qatar Airways also proposes a shirt sponsorship deal of thirty-five million per season. Ooh. 
Radrazani agrees with QSI for the sell of 49%. So that's going back to the start. He agrees to that. Yeah. On the 29th of May in Doha, Lorenzo Tonetti seals other deals with Qatar Airways, QMB, Aspetta, and at the end of the championship season, Leeds will partner with Qatar and PSG, which intends to develop post-formation player loans. I mean, it's... Like I say, it's just a note of the phone yeah. <laughs> that, that's from. Yeah. Which just I I mean, I mean someone's get excited. I, I was about... gonna say it's exciting yeah. if if there's any interest. I reckon the Qatar Airways would look nice Of course it does. Good. Everything looks good on yeah. the white, to be quite honest. Yeah. I mean thirty two red in all fairness, we all kicked off about that when it happens, but I mean I can't imagine a shirt without it now. Yeah. But the um yeah. It's loan uh, loans. Oh my god! Uh, I mean, imagine. I mean, ooh, I mean, imagine that kind of PSG money. do have some good fantasy people. time. Fantasy but, time. Yeah, fantasy time. Yeah. Anyway, back to Ben White. Yeah. So, like, you know, you got that two-month loan deal, um, loan deal extended. You know, so we've gone for another two months. That's great. But you know, it's kind of what you're expecting. But then at the same time, with a team like Brighton, you never know the struggling. Yeah, might want a solid centre back. back back. So you know. Do you know what? I, ne- I never thought of it like that. You just opened my eyes to that. Yeah. I never thought of it like that. Because if they, if they get an injury or something, they're going to look at Ben White and be like, "On it, or hold up, get him back here." Yeah. No, no. And you can't blame him because he yeah. has been absolutely outstanding yeah. for us, hasn't he? Yeah. Did you pick up on anything else that's going down? Mm, no. Not about it. No, not really. That's it, really. It, we're all kind of just building up, but like for the fixture list, hopefully at some point will uh, will come out. It's yeah. um, you know, I was looking, at, I was looking at booking and days off today. <laughs> I had a, I had about five minutes. And went, do you know what? I haven't got any holidays booked in because like no one is kind of taking holidays if you've been furloughed or if you're working. You know, or you know, unfortunately, I hope, hope, hope to God you aren't unemployed. But if you are. You know, and I looked at it today and I just I was trying to figure out, okay, when will Leeds moments happen? Yeah. And I couldn't figure it out. So we kind of need that. It'll probably be like when, two games a week. When we go into Cardiff, are we going to Cardiff on the Saturday? That's what I want to know. Is that what we're waiting for? I need to start planning now. Maybe. Come on, come on, EFL. I know there's a lot on. But can we not get those fixtures up? Because it looks like I mean yeah. the Premier League aren't even there really. Yet, I mean they just they? got the first couple get the game in hands to no. get out of the yeah. way. No, no, absolutely right. Let's get Mervin out for Hi. another day. Hump day, Mervin. Hello, this is Emma from LUTV, and I love Merv so much. I decided to sponsor this feature. Love you, Merv. Spin those balls. And although the weather is not as good, Mervin is still looking flipping great on this hump day. Uh, Mervin is our resident bingo machine, and he has numbers on his balls. And those numbers represent a Legionite subject of which we're running out fast. Who would have thought we'd get this near? Is he spit? Is he out? Is he yeah, out with a number? Oh, there we go. What we got? Let me cough. Come on, Merv. <coughs> Corona. Twenty-two. Twenty-two. Eric Backer. Do you know much about Eric Backer? Not, not at all. I know so, he's Norwegian. So no, but that's really sad. I mean, he turned up. You remember Eric Backer was the guy. Care, he did it. What's that microphone? That's three episodes in a row. You're absolutely <laughs> nailing that mic. Uh, yeah, he was at the clap for care. In the but in front of on the mountain. He was on a mountain, which like looked like he'd just climbed a mountain 
uh, for the to yeah. do clap for carers, which yeah. we all found. Oh, I wonder where he is uh, and where he lives now. Now, Eric Backer was, and I think we actually, after that clap for carers moment, we actually did uh, discuss him a little bit. He was, I would argue, an offensive midfielder, central midfielder. Yeah. He was always a cracking signing on championship manager, by the way. <laughs> he always developed into a great player on there. For Leeds, he was there, and I, I'm kind of thinking he came down to the championship with us. I'm sure he might have played in the championship, but he was very heavily involved in that Leeds United side that played in Europe, the O'Leary era, yeah. uh, the Ridsdale era, and he got in that side. And, you know, he was up against Olivier Decor. He was up against David Batty. You know, you might even argue he's up against like the likes of Bowyer and, and players like that because of he kind of I think he was right footed, so every now and then would be kind of the right side of that midfield. Yeah, he was a good battler. He he was a really good battler. In fact, I'm sure there might have even been some red cards thrown in there. He could crack the ball as well. He was that stereotypical Leeds player um, who kind of goes under the radar but contributed massively massively to the club in a hugely successful time which hence why i think he's down as, as as a subject matter with mervyn i mean he um i'm just trying to think where did you know let's get a, a bit of his history up because it, it, i just ever knew him as playing for leeds you know I, I couldn't even tell you where he went on after his his Leeds career, I mean, oh Villa, we sold him to Villa. Oh no, we loaned him to Villa. So he was a one point seven million signing um, that we brought in That's in ninety nine. One point seven five mil. Uh, what, what did I say? Seven. You said seven mil. Oh, uh, apologies. One point <laughs> seven mil. God, my eyes. Uh, I, I mean, I saw the number. I just said something differently. Bought in 1999. So as you can see, he had a great career. We didn't sell him until the 31st of August 2006. So he was he was with us for a very long time. Actually, he, so he came down. Seven with years. Yeah. Seven years. I mean, he came down with us. He was yeah. he was three years after, and even then we put him out on loan to Aston Villa, and then he kind of went to Braun, and he went back to he, he finished where we signed him from from his Sognadal, which I'm assuming is his hometown club. As you can see for Leeds, eight goals in the league, six in the FA Cup, two in the League Cup, five in other competitions. You know, he he, he was an offensive midfielder, but I think he was more of a connector than a goal scorer. So but when he did score, he was quite tall as well. He was quite tall. He was yeah. quite a tall lad, so he could do a bit. But a Norwegian international, born a year older than uh, your old man here. So, um, no, he's, he's, not, he's not too old. Born in 1977. He, he, was a, he was, again, to reiterate with Eric Back, he's, he's someone we should all, every now and then, just have a little conversation about and an odd to, because he was a really good player. And he was... He did yeah. a lot for that successful side for yeah. Leeds. So, so we all in him up. That was a lovely. That was a lovely player to bring up, Merv. Hello, this is Emma from LUTV, and I love Merv so much. I decided to sponsor this feature. Love you, Merv. Now homework locked down. Now it's really, really taken off. Uh, this top freeze. In all fairness, it was inspired by the brilliant match of a day top tens, and I, I was just sitting there one day. So how could we like? It's really fun doing your, your top threes of a certain subject. Yeah. So we, we kind of thought, let's introduce it to Homework Lockdown for the week. Now, 
Okay, we've been doing the top threes. Your favourite top three Leeds players in a given speciality. We've kind of taken the influence of FIFA 20 for this. We've done tackling on Monday. Your top three for tackling were, lad, can you remember? Can you remember mine? Mine were three Kyle Bartley, two Pontus Janssen, one Calvin Phillips. We're only doing players from 2013. Yeah, so mine was three Phillips, um, two Berardi and one Janssen. Yeah, right. Okay, so we set up clinical finishes yesterday. Lad, you could have taken anyone. If Let me just run through players who, who were clinical finish. We've had Billy Sharp since 2013. David Sommer. He, he played for us in 2013. Obviously, Roof is in there. Uh, Matt Smith would be included. Antonucci is in there. Pierre-Michel Lassogar. Um I went Chinese there, sorry. And, of course, the famous Ross McCormack was also in there. Luciano Becchio actually played for us in 2013. Um, lad. Okay. Top three, number so, three. Three, I went for Ross McCormack. Okay, at three, um, right, okay. Two. Why yeah. why three, Ross McCormack? Ross McCormack, who, I think, I think, who scored 58 goals. I think it's because, you know... I that scored was over, a wonder goal on your... Yeah, I know. I think that was over, like, it was like over a longer stretch of time. Don't get me wrong, he was amazing, but I just... He took a while to get in the yeah, side. Right? I, we I, signed him and he took a while to I get ju- in. I just, I just feel like the next two are just better. Okay, yeah. cool. So two, two. I went with Chris Wood. Yeah, because you know he was he was amazing. No, he was fantastic. Again, took a while to get was going, it, was but it? he became clinical. Oh yeah, oh, took I, a while. Literally, but when it went off, if he if he was in the box, it was a goal. Mm. You know, I think um, Luciano Becchio. I went with one. Luciano Becchio. Yeah. Why Luciano Becchio at one? I mean, could you even remember seeing six goals for Leeds? You know, but you just—I see all these videos about him, and it's just like, wow! And it how clinical qualify. is he? I mean, yeah. that's the thing—they do live on the Millwall goal, especially yeah. think, when we all remember. I think one—I think I have—I have an honourable mention. I know it sounds stupid, but honestly, no, Lasaga, no, no, Lasaga, yeah, I thought he was quite clinical. On uh, honourable mention, I like I that. Think, I like I think, that as a qualification. Honestly, I think Lasaga, for when he played for us, he was quite clinical. He he just kind of fell into. We talked earlier in the week about players who sometimes look really slow or like they don't care. And a bit, it was when we were talking about Patrick Bamford, there's like a bit yeah. of Berbatov and stuff. I think Lasaga had a bit of that. Yeah, he could look really slow and lazy, but I mean, remember the Millwall game? Yeah, but cheap. Yeah, he could. He could. It's a ball. I get. I get. He, he, he was clinical. He, 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 he was clinical. Like literally. Like, any, if anyone else had a ton of, that much power on a shot, you'd expect it to be like flying anywhere. But it was just his accuracy. He just banged it. But then he went back to Hamburg. But well, he replaced re- Wood, right? Yeah, he was. That's why we got him in. We got he him in. Replaced him for Wood, and you know, obviously he's not as great as Wood. But you know, I was quite happy with him have being there. You know. Hey, repeat yours again. So your top three so, clinical so, finishes so since 2013. Ross McCormack, three. Chris Wood, two. Luciano Becchio, one. Do you know what? the You could have... The, the list is a lot shorter, I think, of people you could like pick out for this because you yeah. just have less in your team, essentially, yeah. uh, uh, because of you know how people populate the squads and stuff. But I, I kind of... 
you know, when I was going through this, I, I was thinking of players like, you know, Alex Mowat. He scored nine goals in one season. So, you know, you go about clinical finishing. It's like when you get the opportunity and finish. But, you know, strikers generally get that because that's their job. Yeah, but, I mean, he could just hit the ball from anywhere. Click. Alex Mowat, He's Click. a clinical finisher. He is good. You know? is there's, good. there's certain ones in there that, that you could, you know, Pablo Hernandez, you could go when, when they've got the chance yeah. that they are clinical. It does, though, kind of fold into strikers and... Look at my top three, lad. Oh, I've just put them. In, I've put them in front. What is it? Number three. Ross McCormack. Yeah. Chris Wood and Becky. And Becky, how cool is that? We went for the same. Yeah. I mean, Beckio is, even though he just qualifies because he he left us in 2013. You know, he scored a bag full of goals for us that season anyway, and you know he was, I think, as far as clinical the only one i would have probably have put in put front of him but he'd left before this qualification period would be beckford oh yeah uh, other than that we'd struggled with with clinical and we'd had people like healy who was really you won't remember healy i'm no. probably going back a bit too far here who was really excited about getting it you know even when you you think we had billy sharp in the team and everybody knows he's like one of the greatest english strikers of all time on record Billy Sharp, when you look at his stats, it's unreal. See? Oh, absolutely. His, his scoring is unbelievable. And, you know, and to the point, he's still bossing it now in, when, he, when he comes on for Sheffield United. You know, Guess part so. of a very successful team. And yet, absolutely, 100%, it just didn't go well for him at Leeds as far as Billy Sharp's concerned. But Becchio was just a different was, class. Just... Even when he was slow. Even even in that season, we sold him. There was this little bit when we sold him to Norwich. I was still thinking, oh, do you know what? He's got a little bit slow, but he was still clinical. It's, it's very clinical. So, excellent. Well, you know, we agree. Feel free to let us know at Lad to Leeds on the socials, lad to Leeds at gmail.com. Uh, lad, Wednesdays, we're going for the speciality of dribbling. That's with the ball, not with food. Oh, yeah. With the ball. The best dribblers since 2013. And just to let you know, this is what uh, FIFA 20 would rate as a speciality. Dribbling 86 plus out of 100 and balance 75 plus out of 100. Who would you choose? Somebody's ringing the bell. We're self-isolating. That's hump hump day. That is hump day over and done with. Get the words out. Um, that these top threes are like kind of really topping off each episode. I hope yeah. you're enjoying them as well. We're really enjoying doing these. Remember, it's just so you can spend 10, 15 minutes doing a bit of Leeds United a day during lockdown. Although I think lockdown is becoming less relevant for a lot of us because you know we are having to go out and graft, as it were. Um, a lot of people who were held back are now back in. Stay safe. Stay safe so you can listen to this podcast still because we love doing it for you. We'll speak to you tomorrow.